0: Welcome to the Dirt Show brought to you by Napa Auto Parts and today we're going to be joined by USRA B-Mod driver Colin Kath. We'll also hear from Jim Mizgin from Mizgin Auto Parts, Zach Gerhart from Fairmont Raceway, and Josh Oldenburg from the Bell Plain Napa Auto Parts store right after a few words from our sponsors.
1: Hey, Dirt Show listeners. For over 20 years, Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord, Minnesota has provided everything to modernize and improve your hot rod's performance. Hot Rod Hardware is your specialty aftermarket auto parts go-to solution. From radiators and brakes to suspension, handling, and power. From the drag strip to the street, dirt track to cruise nights, Hot Rod Hardware is your family-owned solution. Check us out at hotrodhardware.com or just call the guys at 507 527 1020, where as they say, no robots, just real people. It's
2: Speed the Sauce Man here bringing you today's weather forecast. Okay, who am I kidding? It's always barbecue weather. Whether you're cooking on your smoker, grill, or inside your kitchen, there's a 100% chance of deliciousness when you use cookies, barbecue, sauces, and seasoning. You can always count on our full line of cookies products to enhance meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get recipes and join our sauce squad at cookiesbbq.com. And remember, rain or shine, it's cookies barbecue time. Cookies
3: is the
1: one. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a power lift architectural door on your home or cabin. Power lift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last, power lift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod power lift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Hi, this is Steve from Kohl's Electric.
4: Do You have
0: electrical projects in your future? Kohl's Electric can help. Kohl's Electric offers industrial, commercial, farm, and residential electrical services in Minnesota and Northern Iowa. We have 24-hour emergency service, design build, automation, underground boring, solar installation, and much more. Kohl's Electric has a great staff, and can assist you with your electrical needs. Look us up at coleselectric.com or call us at 507 451 1387.
5: Let me tell you, friends, about our stores, a great place we call Miners Outdoor.
6: Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs from chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to
5: zero turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about.
6: Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor Highway 218, Blooming Prairie.
5: Miners Outdoor, Major
3: Tough. High temperatures can cause your vehicle's engine to work harder. Help protect it from increased heat and stress this summer with Mobile One Motor Oil. With a signature triple-action formula delivering outstanding engine performance and protection, Mobile One Motor Oils are formulated to meet or exceed industry's toughest standards. Stop by your local Napa Auto Parts store or shop Napa online this month to pick up a 5-quart jug of Mobile One Advanced Full Synthetic Motor Oil for only $34.99 and hit the road with confidence. Napa, a proud sponsor of the Dirt Show... Since 1997, Weir's Machine has been innovating the finest products in the racing industry. We also manufacture the Ultra Force Load machines and develop the Ultra Force Suspension software, which allows you to take your program to the next level. Be sure to check out the all new Circle Track app, your ultimate go to spot for race team information. Keep track of your maintenance schedule, parts list, car setups, and more. Proudly made in the USA, champions across the country choose Wears Machine, UltraForce, and the Circle Track app to take them to Victory Lane. Shop now at WearsMachine.com, UltraforceTech.com, and the all new CircleTrackApp.com. Follow us on all of our social media platforms at Weir's Machine.
0: Welcome back to the driver segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure to be joined by Colin Kath and Colin. Growing up with three brothers, it is amazing that all four of you have all your limbs, fingers, and teeth, because I can imagine you guys did some crazy stuff.
7: Yeah, it uh, it got kind of hairy at times, especially being the youngest, but we made her through somehow.
0: Any times you can remember specifically where your mom was pretty upset?
7: Uh, yeah, all of us boys were in wrestling back in and every once in a while we get the wild hair to, to wrestle in the living room. And, and yeah, Ma, she wasn't too fond of that whole
5: deal.
0: I'm sure Dad thought it was hilarious.
7: Yeah, yeah, he got a kick out of it and he'd find out who the leader was, that was for sure.
0: I graduated with your mom, Tebra. What a hard working lady. She is at the park market here in Owatonna every Saturday morning, no matter how late she ends up staying at the races on Friday night. She has a vegetable stand in Meriden every day. I love to buy vegetables from her because I know that some of that money is going to trickle down into the calf racing team.
7: My mom, she's definitely one of the hardest working ladies I've ever met. She'll do whatever she needs to to make sure us boys are, are good any way, shape, or form. You get home from the races at 1.30 in the morning and she's getting up at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning to go to the market on Saturdays. And she doesn't complain one bit. She just she gets up. She just loves, she loves helping us boys out. And she's helped us out on the race cars a lot, and more than a guy really realizes she's helped out with.
0: And I know the neat thing I saw you over the weekend, stopped out at the vegetable stand, and we were looking for a couple specific things. And you happened to be at the race shop and got Ma on the phone, and I ended up over in your garden helping pick some of the stuff that we wanted to get.
7: Yeah, that that was a good coincidence. Worked out pretty good.
0: Your dad. Now, there's a guy with a passion for racing. I stopped by your shop, and it was hot. I mean, real hot one day. And your dad didn't care. He was just doing what needed to be done so you guys could go racing.
7: He puts his heart and soul into this whole deal, make sure all of us boys can go around in the circle. Honestly, if it wasn't for him, we probably wouldn't be racing. He got us started, well, originally it was back in the day, he had people driving for him, whether it be Kenny Waitaski or Jason Cummins. And then Kylie was old enough and he started racing, and then Caden, then Kobe, and then trickled down to me. And I obviously first year I messed up quite a bit on some stuff, and you know, I got to start talking to And without a doubt, we would not be racing if it wasn't for him.
0: I can imagine your dad says a few words when things get bent up because trying to keep four race cars going is a huge undertaking.
7: Yeah, yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's not the nicest conversation in the pits after a little bit of scruffle out on the track, but it's part of racing and we all enjoy it.
0: The old race shop. Now, I just had Tom Hoffman on a couple of weeks ago who built some of USAC's winningest race cars out of an old chicken coop on the farm. Now, I don't know if anybody would guess that that is a race shop when they drive by when the doors are all closed up and there's nothing you can see outside. But I tell you what, the shop doesn't make the cars run any faster on the track and neither does a beautiful hauler.
7: No. There used to be an old store here in Meriden that my grandpa owned back in the day and that burnt down. And what was left was two little shops, I guess, connected to each other. And one of them is pretty tough shape. And the other one, we put steel on the roof and been building cars out of there for the last 25 years.
0: Growing up in Meriden, a true Minnesota farming community, I'm sure you learned at a very young age how to fix things and how everything operated.
7: Yeah, I definitely had a lot of... Good experiences with, with my brothers and my old man and, and my mom and everything, you know, going outside and feeding the cows and milking cows and, and what have you and learning from all of them and my grandpa, who's a farmer, and just my neighbors that are farmers, helping them all the time. I've learned how to turn a few wrenches in, in my years.
0: Your dad's probably still finding tools in very odd places that he's been looking for for 10 years.
7: Yeah, he swore up and down on us, boys took some tools in the day and and you get to cleaning the shop up a little bit and lo and behold, there she is, sitting behind some nook or cranny.
0: You also developed a love of cattle showing at the county fair level and also at the state fair level and your love for cattle continues to this day.
7: My most favorite thing about growing up on a dairy farm was just the cows. I like the machinery and all that, but just the cows themselves, that was a cool deal. And then when I turned, I don't know, fourteen, I think, I uh, started buying a couple of bottle calves, and I was working at a dairy farm at the time. And I just, I really enjoyed raising cattle and seeing, seeing them as a little two-day-old calf and growing them up to finishing weight, fifteen hundred pounds, and, and just seeing the progress throughout the days. You could see the progress every day because they'd put on four or five pounds a day. And then a few years ago, I got interested in the in the showing, and I decided to buy a heifer and took her to the fair and then I just kept going year after year and it was I had a lot of fun doing that I didn't get the earliest start because we were always racing on Sundays and that was when our uh, meetings were for 4-H so it never never worked out but now that not racing on Sundays it, it worked out pretty good. You also
0: work for Schmidt's Holsteins. Right now here in Minnesota the dairy industry is struggling we have lost over a 1,000 dairy farms in the last five years. That is not an easy job, running a dairy farm.
7: No, it, it definitely isn't. In uh, 2011, we sold out of our dairy herd, and my old man got a job in town. My mom, she started in pretty hard on her gardening and canning and everything. And, you know, I didn't really do too much dairy farming for a little while. And my neighbor, just two miles down the road from my place, many Holsteins, I... I called them up one day looking for a job, and I was there for two and a half, three years, and I get back there every once in a while to help with haylage or corn silage or milkings every once in a while if somebody can't make it. I wish I could get over there more, but, yeah, I I just really, really enjoy the farming side of things.
0: As a very young boy, you started helping older brothers Kylie and Caden in the race shop and in the pits. What are your early memories of helping them on their cars?
7: Well, I still kind of do, but back in the day before I could really do too much, my favorite thing in the world was tire work, grooving and siphoning tires and everything. That was my favorite thing to do. And if I was down at the shop and the the brothers weren't, and I just decided to start mounting tires up and grooving and siphoning them, if the stagger wasn't right or I grooved them wrong or something, of course, I got scolded a little bit, but. The very first time that I ever went in the pits it was at Kasten. I was probably 7, 8, maybe 9 years old, and the very first thing I did after Kylie pulled off the track, I went reaching to like pull mud off the car, and I burnt my hand on the header, and I still have the scar to show it.
0: Speaking of tires, one of our first memories of you in the pits was at Chateau Speedway trying to put a tire in a tire rack And the tire was actually bigger than you were, and you're trying to hoist it up. That is what I get from the calf boys, determination to succeed. You're not going to let any challenge get in your way.
7: No, I knew if, uh, well, still to this day, if if I can't get something done, then I'm going to get some crap from my brothers. So you just got to find the will and the way to get her done. That's for sure.
0: Now there are four boys, all racing number 83. For the fans listening, sometimes it can be hard to tell the difference in the four cars on the track. Explain the difference to the fans listening.
7: So it all started out with Kylie. He was just 83, no letter or anything behind it. And he was always, back in the day, he was always green and black. That was that was his color. So he started racing in green and black, and then uh, Caden came along. And then Caden was like purple and pink and, and black. And then uh, he was 83X instead of 83, just because, you know, when you race together, you obviously can't both be 83 at the same time. And then Kobe came along and they we were running out of letters, and he came, settled with K. I don't know exactly where K got the X from, but it stuck for the last 10 years or so that he's been racing. And then Kobe, he started racing, and his very first year, he took, I'm pretty sure it was three or four different bodies off of different race cars and took a hand-me-down race car from one of the older brothers and made a race car out of it so he can go in a circle. And he was 83K, and then I came along a few years later and wanted to start racing, and I was running out of letters. Didn't really have anything, rhyme or reason what to pick. And we call my old man Ray. That's his middle name. It's just a nickname we got for him. And so I just chose 83R. And then down the line, Kylie turned into orange and white and black as a race car and Caden's still pink and black and white and then Kobe he's blue and black and white and I'm safety yellow and black and white so it is pretty confusing I could imagine for people that that don't see him every day but it's just weird how everything worked out that's just how it worked out.
0: Cullen you picked up your first win back in May at Fairmont Raceway. Walk us through that night because you started in the back of your heat and then you were buried in tenth in the
7: feature. That was the first night I had brought my brother Kobe with to the races. There, he hadn't been there, and then it was like bowling teeth trying to get him to come to the races. And I was finally able to talk him into it, and he came. And I drew, a, I believe, a ninety-three out of a hundred, and I started, I believe, eighth in the heat race out of eight, and drove up to second. I thought that was pretty good. And then the feature, I started tenth and I believe there was 22 cars or something like that, and coming out of turn one, I was sitting in fifth, and then the stars just aligned, and magically, I, I got to the lead, and I coming into four or coming into three on the checkered flag lap, I just happened to peek down, and I seen Kobe standing there in the infield clapping his hands, so I figured, figured we were in pretty good shape, and lo and behold, I came across the checkered flag line first. I was pretty pumped about that. That was the first one's the hardest one to get out of the way, I think.
0: You were sitting second in points at Fairmont Raceway a few weeks ago with only a couple races left on the schedule. What are your plans on going back there the rest of the season?
7: Yeah, I uh, I was sitting second there. I'm thinking I'm third now. I had a little misfortune the last few weeks there, but... I like the place. It's a really, 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 really nice track, and I, I like the speed. I, I just really like coming in the corner, cruising at a good pace of speed. And the the track's motor, Zach Earhart, he's got to be top of the line. He's one of the best, hands down. And the payout is extremely well on a weekly show for B mods. Four hundred and fifty dollars to win. That's that's something really to be to be talked about. And it's always a pretty good track and yeah, I, I just really enjoy the place. I'm planning on probably going back there the remainder of the season.
0: I can't imagine coming out of turn two and just hammer down that back stretch. That's got to be exciting.
7: Yeah, I, the first ever time I was on that track, I didn't make it to the practice at the beginning of the season last year, and I showed up there. Biggest track I'd ever been on was Deer Creek, and my bro- oldest brother, Kylie was going there, and, and I was working for him at the time, and he goes, oh, why don't you come to Fairmont? So I put a gear in for Fairmont and showed up there by myself. And I went out for a hot lap, and that went okay. And I went out for the heat race. And the first thing that I remember thinking to myself is, wow, if I'm going down this back stretch, you could eat a sandwich with how long it takes to get to three.
0: Your brother Caden and his wife were severely injured in a highway crash. Both have recovered and are doing well. Caden recently picked up a victory at the Dodge County Speedway race at the Casson Fair. It's great to see him back at it, but it's got to be rough out on those tracks when your back's bothering you.
7: Yeah, that car crash was a pretty pretty bad deal. I got the phone call from Mom that, I don't know, I was farming. I got the phone call at like 11 o'clock or so at night that Kate and Lexi had rolled their car. Mom and Dad were over babysitting little Cam. So I hightailed over to their place, and... Went and visited Caden in the hospital that night and stayed with him all night into the morning until he went to uh, Rochester. And, yeah, he just took care of himself, was laid off for a while, and got healed up enough that the doctor said he could go back racing, so he went back. And the rough tracks really do affect him. I I noticed that casting after the heat race, his back was bothering him a little bit. And I, I told him before he went out, I said, Caden, if your back isn't isn't feeling right, I just pull off because it's not worth risking it. There's no national or track points involved with the deal. It's just a fair race. You know, you don't want to hurt yourself over the deal. But he went out there and he found a smooth line and he found victory lane.
0: Sometimes you brothers even share cars. You borrowed your car to your brother, Kylie, for a race at Deer Creek Speedway.
7: Yeah, that was my very first year. They had a big B-Mod show in Mountain City, Wisconsin, at Mississippi Thunder, and I knew as a driver I wasn't skilled enough to go and really put up a show there. So I asked him. He didn't have a B-Mod at the time. I asked him if he'd want to drive it and I'd work on it, and he said, sure. So we took it to Deer Creek one night. It was a special, I believe. And he was running for it and got into a little tangle up at a DNF that night and then we went to Fountain City and he had a pretty good run there and then he took the same car to the Jamboree and had a pretty decent run there that year. And I don't know, I just I've always had a little knack for tinkering on the cars. Before I started racing I always went with Kylie to wherever he wanted to go race and I was kind of just his tire guy. And then having his input on the car, like one thing I would think about the car and one thing he'd think about the car two completely opposite driving styles and, and whatever, just, just realizing how much a car changes between person and person. I think that helps the boys out quite a bit.
0: Creating new fans is what it's all about. You took your car to a daycare and let the kids see a race car close
7: up. Yeah, I've the last three years I've uh, been taking my car to Kids Corner and Caden usually comes with me. The other two can't quite get off work in time to make it. But just seeing the the look on the kids' faces when you pull up with the car being loud and then being able them being able to sit in the car and getting driver's cards and candy and everything, I think that's got to be one of the highlights to their daycare career. I remember back when I was in elementary school, my two oldest brothers, Caden and Kylie, were racing. In the elementary school, Wilson had them bring their cars so the kids could sit in. And I remember all the kids being so giddy about sitting in the cars and I just remember thinking, like, oh, I can do that every day. You know? And then now seeing younger kids as I grew up a little bit, seeing the expression on their faces sitting in the cars is, is really cool. And trying to introduce more fans into the racing world, more people that probably never even knew about dirt track racing, getting them involved and, and trying to get some more fans into the racing world is, is a big deal, yeah.
0: Steve has been a big supporter of racing even before you were born and continues to support racing to this day.
7: Yeah, Steve Just, my uncle, he married my aunt, Carlene, which is my dad's twin sister. He has always had an act for racing. As far back as I can remember, we were riding to the races with him and Carlene. After milking cows, we were hightailing it to Deer Creek or Casson or Lansing or wherever we were going. We'd, we'd always get done milking, we'd head over there, and we'd head to the races. He's always been a big contributor, still is to this day. He loves it and wouldn't be able to do a lot of the stuff we do without him for sure, him and Carlene for sure. They're two really generous people and really like seeing us do well and having fun out on the racetrack.
0: I also enjoy your mom's weekly race reports. Everyone is equal. She always tells it like it is, and each boy gets equal coverage.
7: Yeah, she, she still claims she doesn't pick favorites, but I think there's still a favorite boy out of all of us four, but yeah, it's it's hard for people to get on all well, I guess Kobe doesn't have a Facebook page for racing, but it's easier for her to post about all four of us boys than it is for everybody to go check out one by one, seeing how we did and a lot of people that can't make it to the races they really appreciate seeing that and it's a good deal
0: I have had Kylie on the Dirt Show probably about 10 or 12 years ago. I had Caden on a few years ago. Now yourself, and soon it'll be Kobe's turn. Kobe is looking good out there.
7: Yeah, he doesn't race as much as, as I think he'd like to. He just, he's bought a new house last last year and a half ago, and an old farmhouse he's working on, and between work and, and everything else he has going on, he just can't justify making it out to the track every week but yeah he's been looking really good that car actually he's racing now is a 2013 shaw that caden back in the day bought from leases that had a bent front clip so he put a front clip on it and he won a lot of races with that car and then it was like all the other cars we have it's just the hammy down and this year he's been finding a lot of success with it which is good he's been running up front he's only raced five six nights this year but he's been running up front for a good majority of them and he was leading one at Deer Creek a few weeks ago and broke a lower ball joint which is a bugger but of racing
0: besides your mom and dad and your aunt and uncle who else helps you out on a car as far as sponsorship
7: oh we have a million sponsors and people that love helping out first on my car with my crew chief Zach Nelson He's a huge help. He loves racing, loves everything about it. He's very knowledgeable. Without him, I don't think I'd be able to make it to as many races as I do. But sponsor-wise, Brody Jensen, our cousin, is the new owner of Olympic Fire Protection. He helps out. Otto Wanius, Wanius Seed, he helps out quite a bit. Mike and Sarah Klecker and Dave Klecker, they help out quite a bit with Sarah's Sweets and Klecker's Farms and Klecker Family Show Pigs. They help out tremendously. Tony and Leslie Zeman, they help out quite a bit. I know I'm I'm missing quite a few. Cole Rasek, Aaron Schroetz, everybody that's on the car helps out more than a guy can think of. Just being able to get to the racetrack is a big part of it. And and they all help out with that. JJD companies, the list goes on and on. And then having help in the shop, whether it be my brothers, you know, sometimes I have a bent up piece or part and don't think I'm going to be able to make it to the races. And I call one of them up and, hey, you got this or that or the other thing, and, yep, come get it. And they allow me to get to the races every weekend.
0: Cullen, you are a blast to watch out on the racetrack. I can't wait to see you again at a track near us, and thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here on the Dirt Show today.
7: Yeah, thank you, Clean. I appreciate it.
3: At Arrow Race Wheels, they put their customers first and appreciate the loyalty the racers have for the company. Arrow Race Wheels is willing to work with anyone who has a question or problem. The only way to stay on top is to listen to the people putting us there. If you want to run with the winners, see aeroracingwheels.com or call 888-895-2376 today.
7: Packaging the impossible inside the possible through service, quality, and expertise. Hi, this is Holly, the new General Manager at Foam Craft Packaging. We are your foam and wood packaging experts in Minnesota. If you are a business owner or in charge of your packaging, we want to talk to you. We specialize in designing and manufacturing wood crates, pallets, and foam inserts and are here to help keep your products protected in transit. We are here to help you. Visit us at foamcraftpackaging.com.
3: Wolf and Sons Yard Service has heavy equipment. This is Scott. Whether you need a basement dug, a building removed, footings for a remodel, an RV, camper, or boat pad, rock, sand, or dirt hauled, call 455-3524. BP Racing Fuels is proud to be recognized as a world leader in race fuel technology. BP's fuels have a well-deserved reputation for power and consistency, winning championships in every form of motorsports for more than 40 years. Whether sportsman or pro, methanol or gasoline, VP has a fuel to ensure optimum performance for your application. See the full line of VP's high-performance products online at vpracingfuels.com.
2: At VP Racing Fuels, our passion is your performance.
1: Rhino Ag offers the most complete rear blade line in the industry. Whether your tractor has 30 or 300 horsepower, Rhino offers a blade to accomplish any task. Don't settle for the cheap imitations. Buy Rhino. Building the best since 1934. Check out the full line of landscape and construction equipment today at rhinoag.com. Have
3: you noticed your car is using more oil than it used to? Do you notice a little extra smoke coming out of the tailpipe? This could be caused by normal daily driving of your car. Justice Brothers Oil treatment reduces exhaust smoke and oil burning due to excessive engine wear and it helps your engine run smoother cooler and quieter it also helps to restore lost compression and protect against oil oxidation help your car and the environment try a can of justice brothers oil treatment today check out justicebrothers.com see our display at runnings welcome back to
0: the sponsor segment here on the dirt show and it is always a pleasure to be joined by jim misgen from misgen auto parts and you can learn a lot by following Misgan Auto Parts on Facebook. One interesting fact, car radios were banned in 1920 because they were thought to be a driver distraction. Look at all the distractions we have today.
2: Yeah, especially that texting on when you're driving. I, I wish that people would realize how dangerous that is and, and curb that.
0: Jim, you have been in business for over 50 years Is the bulk of the salvage yard business and work separating the iron and steel from the aluminum and rubber and recycling it to the proper places?
2: Well, that's one of the major parts of it. Of course, we're always selling a lot of parts to people who need things. And also, um, we sell a lot of tires. And yeah, there is a lot of work involved in separating the steel from the aluminum and loading it and taking it to its proper place. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of work involved in in all those aspects of the business. And you just mentioned
0: tires. There's a lot of people that literally just put new tires on their vehicle and then the transmission goes or the engine goes so you really get some nice sets in here and have them stacked out by the office and people can come in and buy them or look at what you have
2: oh yeah we're we're always getting some good sets of tires in because people don't know when their car is going to die some of them will come in and say that My car has 300,000 miles on it, and I don't know how long it's going to last, so I want to put used tires on it, and, and that's just a good way of saving money.
0: Have the recycling venues changed over the past 50 years? Are you having to truck the stuff further and further away?
2: Well, yeah, it is um, in some aspects, and then in some aspects it hasn't. Like, uh, we don't have to haul our um, shredded tin or... tin and metal quite so far as we used to, but then sometimes we have to haul the aluminum a lot farther. So yeah, it kind of goes both ways. Uh, One is a little shorter, the other one's a little farther. So yeah, it is kind of a, a six of one, half a dozen of another.
0: What about the fluids? I've always wondered what happens to all the oil, the transmission fluid, the antifreeze, the Freon. How do you deal with that and where does it eventually end up?
2: Well, like with the antifreeze, we sell that. A lot of it goes to farmers and to people that just come in and and buy a gallon here and a gallon there. And, of course, we recover it all. We have a vacuum machine for recovering oil and the antifreeze and the gasoline. And uh, oil, we use that to heat our shops. We have the waste oil burners. And then the gasoline, of course, we recover that. We use that in our own vehicles and the employees. They love it. They get a tank full of gas each week, so it works out well. So you truly reuse and repurpose here. Oh yeah, we have to. That's our that's our uh, name of the game here, you know, recycle. Use everything over and over.
0: Ag and industrial equipment is another thing I see a lot of in your yard. Old plows, combines, road graders, backhoes. How do you calculate the scrap value of these? Is it based strictly on the weight of the iron and steel?
2: Yeah, most of the time it's uh, based on the uh, weight. Sometimes... Uh, We'll buy a semi that has an engine in it that might be a little more valuable, so we'll give them a little premium for it. And or maybe it might have some good tires on it, and we'll add a little bit on for that, too. So, uh, yeah, we're, we end up with semis and combines and all that farm equipment, just like you said. That's, that seems to be a growing part of our business.
0: The local towns and cities have really cracked down on cars in the yards that don't run. Mesgan Auto Parts is an easy way to get the city or county off your back and also put some money in your pocket.
2: Oh yeah, we're always picking up cars that are have pooped out on them and they're they're not going to they're not worth fixing anymore and the thing about the way we handle them is we do it properly we uh, junk the title properly with the state and we handle all the fluids correctly you know there's always a backyard mechanic out there trying to do what we do only they don't always do it properly when we do it we do it the proper way
0: when you have to fix a wreck car every single week it kind of takes the fun out of racing Jeremy's had a few tough nights at Deer Creek this year. It's awesome that Chateau Speedway is reopening and everybody can get back there for some racing.
2: Oh, yeah. We're really happy to hear that Chateau is going to be open again. That'll be our Friday night go-to place. And, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, he's had a rough time. I think one of the problems is there's so many cars down there, it's pretty hard to get through there without getting dingered up a little bit. But, yeah, he's excited about getting back down to Chateau and, you know, not taking anything away from Deer Creek. It's an awesome venue. So, but it just seems like there was maybe a few too many cars in the class and guys were getting uh, dingered up. The closure of a track really affects an area. Oh yeah, I mean there's a lot of people that have been I mean it's crazy how many people are are just it leaves kind of a, a hole in their summer. It's like it messes up their summer time. you know There's a lot of people who don't take off for a week and go on vacation. They just spend that Friday night down at uh, at the racetrack and they and they rely on that and they just love it and that's their summer vacation once a week.
0: Jim, if they need parts, have a vehicle they want to sell or scrap or equipment that they want to recycle. What's the best way to get a hold of Misgan Auto Parts?
2: Well, give us a call at 507-684-2100 or get a hold of us on email uh, b.mizgin at com. Jim, it's
0: always great to see you. I like that you're sporting a high octane shirt and thank you for
2: being with us here on the Dirt Show today. All right, sounds good, and God bless everybody.
3: The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is the only museum in the world that's solely dedicated to sprint car racing. Located in Knoxville, Iowa, next to the world-famous Knoxville Raceway, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open year-round for race fans to come in and learn more about sprint car racing. You'll see 30 to 35 race cars on display that are constantly changing throughout the year. In addition, you'll find memorabilia, historic race shops, and racing videos inside the museum next to the sprint cars. There's a racing movie theater on the museum's second floor, all of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductees, plaques, and stories on display, a panoramic view of Knoxville Raceway, and the world's
0: largest sprint car retail store, all at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum
1: in Knoxville, Iowa, fast shafts drive shafts are used by Jake Tim, Tom Barry Jr., Derek Ramirez, Kyle Strickler, Jonathan Davenport, Derek Green, Dalen Murdy, and more. And they currently build drive shafts for ninety percent of the major chassis builders. Fast shafts is also a longtime title sponsor of the IMCA Fast shafts All Star Invitational at the IMCA Super Nationals and support a number of competitive series nationwide. Buy directly from Fast shafts or from their network of dealers. Dealers. Shipping daily across the country or worldwide. See FastShafts.com. If you have a vehicle accident, go with a professional. Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision are the definition of professionals. For over 42 years, they have dedicated their lives to collision repair along with the training, knowledge, and skills that come with the job. Go with the pros. Midwest Collision in Faribault, 507 332
6: 2434. Midwest Collision. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal, trash pickup services, and roll-off dumpsters at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal, and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel counties. Contact Shevland Enterprises today, and new customers will get six months for the price of four. If you prepay, call 528-9900. That's 528-9900.
2: We can all think back to the first time we experienced real horsepower. Hi, this is Corey at Byers Engine Service. Whether it's that pin you in the seat feeling of a big block Chevy, the roar of a healthy 340, or the joy of a perfectly tuned flathead, here at Byers Engine Service, we service them all. Strip to street, dirt track to asphalt, or just cruising the strip. Stop by and check us out at 2915 20th Street, Southeast in Rochester. Or call 507-282-5586.
0: Welcome back here on The Dirt Show and it is my pleasure today to be joined by Zach Gerhart from Fairmont Raceway. And Zach, it seems like this season has just flown by. Another racing season is winding down and it's been a season full of challenges, especially I can't imagine how much water you have to pour on a racetrack to keep any type of moisture in there. We
5: are fortunate that We had a sponsor donate a well years ago and so that well can pump us somewhere between twenty five and thirty thousand gallons of water in a twenty four hour period. So we'll use that well up two to three times in a week. I know some racetracks don't prep a racetrack every day. You know, they're not they start the night before or two days before or the day of even. For us in Fairmont, we think a racing surface needs more attention than that. So somebody's doing something there six, seven days a week, just depending on what the weather's doing, whether we're running a sheep's foot or the grater or we're giving it some water. So we'll put 75,000 to 100 gallons of water on the racetrack in a seven-day period of time just to try to make sure that that surface stays smooth and doesn't get extremely abrasive. We're also trying to experiment with different equipment and different things to make it produce a better racing surface. I think we've achieved that in Fairmont. We've achieved a really smooth racing surface and The technology is there in the equipment if you make the investment, and you can just really create a great surface for all cars in attendance.
0: Next Friday night, August 18th, the county fair races at Fairmont Raceway. That is always a big deal. The excitement of the fair going on in the background for the fans and the drivers, and those drivers want to win in front of that big crowd.
5: As a promoter, I haven't got to experience it. It's rained out the last two years, so fingers crossed we get our August 18th race in. And, yeah, there's nothing like winning the county fair race, I think. That's your biggest and most supportive crowd of the year. You've got all the lights and action behind you and celebrations after that in the in the beer gardens and, and throughout all of the fairgrounds. So I'm really excited to get that race in. I'm hoping it's a uh, great day of racing and great weather all of next week for the county fair. We hope we see everybody there for it. Should be great. It's the, the racing, I can't say it enough, the racing in Fairmont has been some of the best racing I've witnessed all year. Side-by-side action crossovers and sliders in all classes. So not one class prominently standing out.
0: Then Friday night, August 25th is a season championship night with the addition of the Tri-State Late Model Series that put on one heck of a show earlier this year at Fairmont. They were like they were shot out of a cannon.
5: Luke Sadoff has described it best to me. If you want to go fast, buy a late model, because even when you're slow, you're fast. And when we put them on the half mile, it really shows how fast they are. I talked with a few of the late model guys. We've got a plan in place to make that even better. But the racing was awesome when they were here in June, and I think it'll be even better when they come back on August 25th.
0: Then the finale, Thursday night, September 14th, the fourth annual Bacon Town Showdown with all five classes racing for some extra cash.
5: Yes, the purse is still being determined on that a little bit, just seeing how the how the season shakes out and what sponsors arrive there, but there will be some extra money in place for the stock cars, the mods and the hobby stocks. That is the prelude to stock car nationals at Deer Creek. So we'll start that. It'll be a four-day tour there, basically, or four-day four days of racing available to those to the stock cars and the hobby stocks for sure. The B mods getting some extra money in Fairmont and some extra money at the Mississippi Thunder as well.
0: Plans for the off season at Fairmont Raceway and thoughts looking forward to 2024.
5: The 2023 season went by quick, but it was better than our 2022 season. And potentially better than our 21 and 20 seasons as well. Talking to the previous promoter, we've gotten very excited for 2024. We have our schedule put together. It looks like we will race all Fridays in 2024. We'll have a full schedule of 12 to 16 races. Obviously, weather is contingent, and any uh, other racetracks that we have to work around with, you know, big specials type of thing to allow our drivers to travel to high money shows. Off-season, we're going to continue to make improvements to the the raceway itself, I guess. I don't know exactly which projects we're going to start with. We are focusing a lot of energy and a lot of money on the racing surface. It's been neglected for a long time. It needs a significant amount of dirt added to it to get it back to its its best, to its echelon. I think we need another 5,000 yards of dirt. Fingers crossed that one of our contractors have come through on some dirt there. This job is awarded to them. We should have the racetrack back to its former glory for 2024. Otherwise, we're just going to improve. We're going to continue to improve on the lighting system. We're going to continue to improve on the uh, fan experience, continue to fix up and clean up everything that has just been, you know, just worn and dilapidated.
0: Zach, if anybody is in need of any type of trailer, I know a guy.
5: Yeah, we've got a few in stock yet. Uh, I think we've got 275 trailers on the ground today.
0: And what's the best way to find out more about all those trailers and see them online?
5: Visit our website, zackstrailers.com, Z-A-C-S-T-R-A-I-L-E-R-S.com.
0: And you just returned from a pretty cool vacation.
5: Yeah, my wife and I took three days last week with one of the racetrack sponsors and his wife out to the Surgeus Bike Rally something that the three of us had never experienced. So or three of the four of us had never experienced. It was a a great trip away, fed us some more ideas of things to do and things we can we can try to add to our to our repertoire at the racetrack. So we're always looking for ideas, always looking for ways to grow with that a little bit. So gotta go out and see what other people are doing to attract spectators.
0: Zach, thanks for all you do at Fairmont Raceway and thank you for being with us here on the Dirt Show today.
5: Thank you, Clayne. Have a great day.
1: When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. Racer owner Ben Bainey and racer Travis Underdahl service the entire cow's listening area. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today at 256-7766. That's 256-7766.
6: Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, stop into one of their two locations in Louisville, Minnesota, or Zering, Iowa. Call 888-435-2210 or see Altenburg Construction. Bulldog Coatings specialize in concrete coatings as well as concrete restoration repair. Hi, I'm Todd with Bulldog
7: Coatings. Our coating systems provide a durable finished floor that is both easy to maintain and adds value to your home. The unique patented Bulldog coatings are not limited to just garage floors, they can be used for interior flooring as well as pool deck, patio, and sidewalk applications. Our systems can be installed in as little as one day and year round. We are a locally owned family business ready to serve Southern Minnesota. Visit us on Facebook or call us for a free estimate. 837 let on, protect your floors.
0: Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show and I am joined by Josh Oldenburg from the Bell Plain Napa Auto Parts store. And Josh, what a perfect time of year to have a tool sale so people can get stocked up on the items that they need for fall harvest and to work on projects over those cold winter months.
4: Absolutely. Perfect timing.
0: What type of deals do you have in the store right now? And this sale kicks off on Monday the 14th.
4: Yeah, so we got you know a lot of stuff. We're going to be fully stocked on Milwaukee tools, you know Carlisle premium hand tools, pretty much anything, battery chargers, anything, anyone that anyone could need for anywhere around the shop or the house, anything that you you need to use to repair anything that you possibly could have.
0: The neat thing about Carlisle tools through Napa Auto Parts and also the gear wrench sets is those have a lifetime warranty, so when you can buy them at a discount and know they're gonna last you a lifetime, that's a great deal.
4: Absolutely, yeah. lifetime warranty on quality premium tools, you know really no matter what kind, um, it's just it's a great benefit to have.
0: Also a lot of people don't realize that heat is harder on electrical components and batteries than actually the cold weather. And right now you've got some great rebates on starters, alternators, and the Napa Legend batteries.
4: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Heat is definitely a bigger killer than colds. And a lot of like you said, a lot of people don't realize that, but summer, deep hard deep summer heat is, you know, really beneficial for us, you know, to get people helped out with their all their electrical needs.
0: Many people are gearing up and getting ready for harvest already. 40% off gallons of mobile oil, gear lubes, and products to clean up the mess when you're done changing the oil.
4: Yeah, that's, uh, that's right. We have a lot of good specials on oil. We have mobile specials. We have our Napa Synthetic Oil that's on sale. this meant as well. We have a lot of good deals going on this late in summer.
0: Josh, we always talk about the Napa Auto Parts store being the heart of the community, and it's really the solution center. If you're working on a project and you have a problem, and if you're able to bring that part in or just stop by and talk to the guys at the store, working together with the NAPA team, you'll be able to figure out a way to solve your issue.
4: Oh, absolutely. We have a lot of different places that we deal with that we can get a lot of different parts. The guys we have here are very knowledgeable, very willing to help people out, try to figure out exactly what's going on and the best route to you know get that situation figured out for them.
0: Josh, this tool sale is going on August 14th through the 20th. How do they find the Bell Plain Napa store?
4: We're right on Main Street in Bell Plain, right across from the quick trip. Pretty easy access. We're here, yeah, seven days a week to help anybody out.
0: Josh, thanks for all you do in the Bell Plain community, and thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show today.
4: Yeah, thanks for having me. If your classic isn't so classic...
0: (laughs) Bring it into Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We can fix the upholstery, the carpet, replace a sagging headliner, make your old car look new again, make your seats comfortable again. Whether it's a classic car, work truck, boat, or anything else that moves, we can fix the upholstery and make your ride like new. And we work on convertibles.
1: We're located in Oatana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. Get more muscle for your money with Dixie Chopper Lawn Mowers. We've been handcrafting the toughest and fastest zero-turn mowers for over 40 years. Dixie Chopper offers a full line of residential, commercial, and industrial mowers to meet every customer's
3: needs. Visit your local Dixie Chopper dealer today or visit online at DixieChopper.com. Toner's Lake Karting Facility offers dirt oval karting at its finest. Hot laps start at noon on Sundays, followed by great kart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free and pit passes are only 5 bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair kart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Karting, located northwest of Wasika in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See tonerslakekarting.org for more details.
0: Welcome to the Dirt Track segment, brought to you by Cookie Sauces, and Seasons. Knoxville Raceway in Knoxville, Iowa, hosted their 360 Nationals last Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. On Thursday night, August 3rd, it was Aaron Reitzel. Friday night, August 4th, Parker Price Miller. And Saturday night, August 5th, Brian Brown by two one-thousandths of a second. Last Thursday night, they were racing at Kasuth County Speedway. Their six-foot trophy fair races in the Modifieds, Jeremy Mills, in the Stock Cars, Donovan Smith, in the Sport Mods, Colby Fett, in the Hobby Stocks, Mike Smith, and in the Sport Compacts, Brandon Hartman. We were at Kassuth County Speedway last Saturday night, August 5th, for night two of their six-foot trophy fair races with the Dirt Super Late Models and what a race it was. By 75 one-thousandths of a second, Jeff Icke, in the Modifieds, Kelly Shryock, in the Stock Cars, Kelly Shryock, in the Sport Mods, Alec Fett, and in the Hobby Stocks, Brandon Nielsen. KRA Speedway in Wilmer was also running last Thursday night, August 3rd, in the Peer Stocks, Colton Schuler in the Modifieds, Tyler Keeter in the Midwest Modifieds, Justin Van Epps in the Super Stocks, Shane Sebraski, and in the Street Stocks, Braden Brower. Murray County Speedway was racing last Friday night, August 4th, in the Bombers, Tyler Winter in the Sport Compacts, Bubba Brown in the hobby stocks, Jaden Strandberg in the sport mods, Blake Ahrens in the stock cars, Levi Feltman, and in the late model street stocks, J.J. Zebel. Mississippi Thunder Speedway was racing last Friday night, August 4th, and in the hobby stock division, his wife had the car ready to go when he got home from work and he parked it in victory lane. Nick Schwebach in the USRA B-Mod A-Main, Dylan Gettle, in the Modifieds, Brandon Davis, in the USRA Late Models, Cade Nelson, in the USRA Stock Cars, Braden Gear and in the Micro Sprints, Kendra Pickett. Hancock County Speedway was also racing last Friday night, August 4th, in the Modifieds, Jeremy Mills, in the Sport Mods, Alec Fett, in a Stock Cars, Kelly Schryock, in the Hobby Stocks, Mike Smith, and in the Sport Compacts, Max Heimbunch. Arlington Raceway had their fair races going on last Wednesday night, August 2nd, in the IMCA Hobby A Main, Daniel Probst, in a Sport Mods, Matthew Loaf, and in the IMCA Stock Cars, Brandon Beckendorf. Saturday night, August 5th, at the Arlington Raceway, in the IMCA Hobby A Main, Corey Probst, in a Sport Compacts, Kevin Bolt, in the Outlaw Hobby Division, Carl Hewitt Jr., in a Sport Mods, Matthew Loaf, in the Race Saver Sprint Cars, Owen Carlson, in the IMCA Stock Cars, Matthew Loaf, and in the modified A-Main, Clint Hadlestead. Deer Creek Speedway was also racing last Saturday night, August 5th, in the USRA B-Mods, Joe Chisholm, in the modifieds, Brandon Davis, in the stock cars, Travis Shipman, in the hobby stocks, Dustin Gulbranson, and in the Midwest modifieds, Hayden
6: Big jobs on big properties demand a big side-by-side. A side-by-side like the first ever Honda Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew. This flagship model delivers serious power and performance where you need it most. Even more, it offers best-in-class comfort for six occupants with backseat legroom beyond compare. As for build quality, well, let the Honda name speak for itself. Head to Trimble's in Austin, Minnesota and see the all-new Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew today. Trimble's site like Center in Austin, USA's second oldest Honda dealer. For
2: 50 years. Reuse and recycle is not a new concept to us. Miskin Auto Parts has been recycling your old vehicles since the Beatles were still together. Just call us and we'll send one of our friendly drivers right to you and haul away your old retired vehicle. Scrap prices are up, so it's a good time to clean up those unwanted vehicles and get money in your pocket. Give us a call at 507-684-2100 or online at Mizgin.com. Miskin Mizgen Auto Parts, in God we trust. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.